Well, hello friends, brothers and sisters, children of God. Welcome back to Jack the Bridge. As you may hear, it is a beautifully rainy morning here in the early darkness as uh, I'm often inspired on days like this because I kind of have to uh, delay my start as I'm in the midst of a, an outdoor project at this point. And I do have some inside things to do, but you know what? Days like this make me extremely thankful. And, um, and what I'm being told right now is to just share a little more of what I've read, reviewed, and read again lately. So we'll head up inside and get away from uh, the pounding of these heavy raindrops. Come on in. Okay. Here we go. Up the stairs. And we're going to continue today with more of the book, the first book of the Kings. And we're going to continue on after the end of Solomon's life. Um, so we'll start off in chapter 11, 11, 14. And if just to review the order that we've done this in, we began really discussing Solomon's uh, reign and what we went back to after that was how Solomon got where he was, um, being the favored son of King David. And in the very beginning of Kings, we have a very old King David whose past passes his throne on to his son Solomon. And, um, and we also hear or read of, of David's incredible vengeance and his his incredible spirit but solomon uh he he is able to his faith is tarnished in time uh through many distractions not the least of which being lust and and the women and um the women he marries and the women that he just gets involved with and he has concubines he has all kinds of little uh, distractions that I th inevitably led to his his corrupting. Um, and as we described in the first reading, or as it is described, uh, how much the massive amount of gold, 666 talents of gold that Solomon amassed over the course of one year, much of which came through the, the Queen of Sheba, but anyway, we're going back now to the, the, the deal that God's made now because he knows that Solomon's been – he made a deal, first of all, with David 
that as long as his the, his sons followed suit, that everything would be fine for the people of Israel. Well, as we know, over and over, and we will see, um, many of these these people do uh, these these kings in order do what is not good, do what is evil in the sight of the Lord. And that's a bad start and a bad finish for the short lives many of them have. And and some of them reign for 40 plus years. As I believe Solomon, I, I think, reigned for 42 years. Um, anyway, we get deeper now. We, we get deeper into essentially what becomes the ultimate corruption we're we're leading up to also in the next reading we will be introduced to the miraculous man of god elijah so let's take it to the bridge the first book of kings Chapter 11, 14. And the Lord raised up an adversary against Solomon, Hadad the Edomite. He was of the royal house of Edom. For when David was in Edom, and Joab the commander of the army went to bury the slain, he slew every male in Edom. For Joab and all Israel remained there for six months until he had cut off every male in Edom. But Hadad fled to Egypt together with certain Edomites of his father's servants. Hadad, being yet a little child, they set out from Median and came to Paran and took men with them from Paran and came to Egypt, to, to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who gave him a house, assigned him an allowance of food, and gave him land. And Hadad found great favor in the sight of Pharaoh, and that he gave him in marriage the sister of his own wife, the sister of Taphanes, the queen. And the sister of Taphanes bore him Jenubath, his son, whom Tapanes weaned in Pharaoh's house. And Jenubath was in Pharaoh's house among the sons of Pharaoh. But when Hadad heard in Egypt that David slept with his fathers, and that Joab, the commander of the army, was dead, Hadad said to Pharaoh, Let me depart, that I may go to my own country. But Pharaoh said to him, what have you lacked with me that you are now seeking to go to your own country? And he said to him, Only let me go. God also raised up an adversary against him, Reason, the son of Eliada, who had fled from his master Hadadezer, king of Zobah. And he gathered men about him and became leader of a marauding band after the slaughter of David. And they went to Damascus and dwelt there and made him king of Damascus. He was an adversary of Israel all the days of Solomon, doing mischief, mischief as Hadad did. And he abhorred Israel and reigned over Syria. Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, an Ephraimite of Zereda, 
a servant of Solomon, whose mother's name was Zurah, a widow, also lifted up his hand against the king. And this was the reason why he lifted his hand against the king. Solomon built the Milo and closed up the breach of the city of David his father. The man Jeroboam was very able, and when Solomon saw that the young man was industrious, he gave him charge over all the forced labor of the house of Joseph. And at that time when Jeroboam went out of Jerusalem, the prophet Ahijah the Shalonite found him on the road. Now Ahijah had clad himself with a new garment, and the two of them were alone in the open country. Then Ahijah laid hold of the new garment that was on him, and tore it into twelve pieces. And he said to Jeroboam, Take for yourself ten pieces, for thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I am about to tear the kingdom from the hand of Solomon, and will give you ten tribes. But he shall have one tribe for the sake of my servant David, and for the sake of Jerusalem, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. Because he has forsaken me and worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of Sidonians, Shemash, the god of Moab, and Milcom, the god of the Ammonites, and has not walked in my ways, doing what is right in my sight and keeping my statutes and my ordinances, as David his father did. Nevertheless, I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand, but I will make him ruler all the days of his life for the sake of David, my servant, whom I chose, who kept my commandments and my statutes. But I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand and will give it to you, ten tribes. Yet to his son I will give one tribe, that David, my servant, may always have a lamp before me to, in Jerusalem the city where I have chosen to put my name. And I will take you, and you shall reign over all that your soul desires, and you shall be king over Israel. And if you will hearken to all I command you, and will walk in my ways, and do what is right in my eyes by keeping my statutes and my commandments, as David my servant did, I will be with you. And will build you a sure house, as I built for David, and I will give Israel to you. And I will for this afflict the descendants of David, but not forever. Solomon sought therefore to kill Jeroboam. But Jeroboam arose and fled into Egypt to Shishak, king of Egypt, and was in Egypt until the death of Solomon. Now the rest of the acts of Solomon and all that he did, and his wisdom, are they not written in the book of the Acts of Solomon? And the time that Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel was forty years, and Solomon slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David his father. And Rehoboam his son reigned in his steed. Rehoboam went to Sachem, and all Israel had come to Sechem to make him king. And when Jeroboam the son of Nebat heard of it, for he was still in Egypt, whether he had fled from King Solomon, 
Then Jeroboam returned from Egypt, and they sent and called him. And Jeroboam and all the assembly of Israel had said to Rehoboam, Your father made our yoke heavy. Now therefore, lighten the hard service of your father and his heavy yoke upon us, and we will serve you. He said to them, Depart for three days, then come again to me. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men and had stood before Solomon his father while he was yet alive, saying, How do you advise me to answer this people? And they said to him, If you will be a servant of to this people today and serve them and speak good words to them, when you answer them, then they will be your servants forever. But he forsook the counsel which the old men gave him and took counsel with the young men who had grown up with him and stood before him. And he said to them, What do you advise that we answer this people who has said to me, Lighten the yoke that your father has put upon us. And the young men who had grown up with him said to him, Thus shall you speak to this people who said to you, Your father made our yoke heavy, but do you lighten it for us? Thus shall you say to them, My little finger is thicker than my father's loins, and now, whereas my father laid upon you a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions." So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the, th the third day. And the king said, Come to me again the third day. And the king answered the people harshly. And forsaking the counsel which the old men had forgiven him, he spoke to them according to the counsel of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy. But I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So the king did not hearken to the people, for it was a turn of affairs brought about by the Lord, which he might fulfill his word, which the Lord spoke by Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. And when all Israel saw that the king did not hearken him, the people answered the king, What portion have we in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, O Israel, look now to your own house, David. So Israel departed to their tents. But Rehoboam reigned over the people of Israel who dwelt in the cities of Judah, then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was taskmaster over the forced labor in all Israel, stoned him to death with stones. And King Rehoboam made haste to mount his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. And when all Israel heard that Jeroboam had returned, they sent and called him to the assembly and made him king over all Israel. There was none that followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. When Rehoboam 
came to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin, 180,000 chosen warriors to fight against the house of Israel, to restore the kingdom to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. But the word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God. Say to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people. Thus says the Lord, you shall not go up or fight against your kinsmen, the people of Israel. Return every man to his home, for this thing is from me. So they hearkened to the word of the Lord and went home again according to the word of the Lord. Then Jeroboam built Sachem in the hill country of Ephraim and dwelt there. And he went out from there and built Penwell. And Jeroboam said to in his heart, Now the kingdom will turn back to the house of David. If his people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then the heart of this people will turn again to their Lord, to Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they will kill me and return to Rehoboam, king of Judah. So the king took counsel and made two calves of gold. And he said to the people, you have gone up to Jerusalem long enough. Behold your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And he set one in Bethel, and the other he put to Dan. And this thing became a sin. For the people went to the one at Bethel, and to the other as far as Dan. He also made houses in high places, and appointed priests from among all the people, who were not of the Levites. And Jeroboam appointed a feast on the fifteenth day of the eighth month, like the feast that was in Judah, and he offered sacrifices upon the altar. So he did in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he had made, and he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places that he had made. He went up to the altar, which he had made in Bethel, on the fifteenth day in the eighth month, in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and he ordained a feast for the people of Israel and went up to the altar to burn incense. And behold, a man of God came out of Judah by the word of the Lord to Bethel. Jeroboam was standing by the altar to burn incense. And the man cried against the altar of the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord, behold, a son shall be born to the house of David. Josiah by name, and he shall sacrifice upon you the priests of the high places who burn incense upon you. The men's bones shall be burned upon you. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign that the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be torn down. And the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. And when the king heard this saying of the man of God, which he cried against the altar at Bethel, Jeroboam stretched out his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold of him. 
And his hand which he stretched out against him dried up so that he could not draw it back to himself. The altar also was torn down and the ashes poured out from the altar according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. And the king said to the man of God, Entreat now the favor of the Lord your God and pray for me that my hand may may be restored for me. And the man of God entreated the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him, and he became as it was before. And the king said to the man of God, Come home with me, and refresh yourself, and I will give you a reward. And the man of God said to the king, If you give me half your house, I will not go in with you, and I will not eat bread or drink water in this place. For so was it commanded me by the word of the Lord, saying, You shall not either eat bread, nor drink water, nor return by the way that you came. So he went another way and did not return by the way that he came to Bethel. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. The words which he had spoken to the king, they told to their father, and their father said to them, Which way did he go? And his son showed him the way which the man of God, who came from Judah, had gone. And he said to his sons, Saddle the ass for me. So they saddled the ass for him, and he mounted it. And he went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said to him, Are you the man of God who came from Judah? And he said, I am. Then he said to him, Come home with me and eat bread. And he said, I may not return with you or go in with you. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water with you in this place. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, You shall neither eat bread nor drink water there, nor return by the way that you came. And he said to him, I also am a prophet as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with you into your house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied to him. So he went back with him, and he ate bread in his house and drank water. And as they sat at the table, the word of the Lord came to the prophet who had brought him back. And he cried to the man of God who came from Judah. Thus says the Lord, because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord and have not kept the commandments which the Lord your God commanded you, but have come back and have eaten bread and drunk water in the place which he said to you, eat no bread, drink no water. Your body shall not come to the tomb of your fathers. And after he had eaten bread and drunk, He saddled the ass for the prophet whom he had brought back. And as he went away, a lion met him on the road and killed him. And his body was thrown in the road and the ass stood beside it. The lion also stood beside the body. And behold, men passed by and saw the body thrown in the road and the lion standing by the body. And they came and told it in the city where the old prophet dwelt. 
And when the prophet who had brought him back from the way heard of it, he said, It is the man of God who disobeyed the word of the Lord, therefore the Lord has given him to the lion, which has torn him and slain him according to the word which the Lord spoke to him. And he said to his sons, Saddle and ask for me. And they saddled it. And he went and found his body thrown in the road, and the ass and the lion standing beside the body. The lion had not eaten the body or torn the ass. Now, I do love that line. This is just me. Anyway, the lion had not eaten the body or torn the ass. And the prophet took up the body of the men, the man of God, and laid it up on the ass and brought it back to the city to mourn and to bury him. And he laid the body in his own grave and mourned, and they mourned him, saying, Alas, my brother. And after he had buried him, he said to his sons, When I die, bury me in this grave in which the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the saying which he cried by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel and against the houses of the high places which are in the cities of Samaria shall surely, shall surely come to pass. After this, King Jeroboam did not turn from his evil way, but made priests for the high places again among all the people. Any who would, he consecrated to be priests of the high places, and this thing became sin to the house of Jeroboam, so as to cut it off, to destroy it from the face of the earth. At that time, Abijah, the son of Jeroboam, fell sick, and Jeroboam said to his wife, Arise and disguise yourself, that it be not known that you are the wife of Jeroboam, and go to Shiloh. Behold, Ahijah the prophet is there, who said of me that I should be king over this people. Take with you ten loaves, some cakes, and a jar of honey, and go to him. He will tell you what shall happen to the child. Jeroboam's wife did so. She arose and went to Shiloh and came to the house of Ahijah. Now Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were dim because of his age. The Lord had said to Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam is coming to inquire of you concerning her son, for he is sick. Thus and thus shall you say to her, when she came, she pretended to be another woman. But when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet, as she came to the door, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why do you pretend to be another? For I am charged with heavy tidings for you. Go, tell Jeroboam, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, because I exalted you from among the people and made you leader over my people, Israel, and tore the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you. And yet you have not been like my servant David, who kept my commandments and followed me with his heart, all his heart, doing only that which was right in my eyes 
but you have done evil above all that were before you and have gone and made yourself other gods and molten images provoking me to anger and have cast me behind your back. Therefore, behold, I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam and will cut off from Jeroboam every male, both bond and free in Israel and will utterly consume the house of Jeroboam as man burns up dung until it is all gone. Anyone belonging to Jeroboam who dies in the city, the dogs shall eat. And anyone who dies in the open country, the birds of the air shall eat. For the Lord has spoken it. Arise, therefore, go to your house. When your feet enter the city, the child shall die. And all Israel shall mourn for him and bury him. For he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave, because in him there is found something pleasing in the Lord, the God of Israel, in the house of Jeroboam. Moreover, the Lord will raise up for himself a king over Israel, who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam today. And henceforth, the Lord will smite Israel as a reed is shaken in the water and root up Israel out of this good land which he gave to their fathers and scatter them beyond the Euphrates because they have made their Asherim provoking the Lord to anger and he will give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam which he sinned and which he made Israel to sin. Then Jeroboam's wife arose and departed and came to Terzah. And as she came to the threshold of the house, the child died. And all Israel buried him and mourned for him according to the word of the Lord. And he spoke by his servant Ahijah the prophet. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam. How he warred and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Israel. And the time that Jeroboam reigned was 22 years. And he slept with his fathers, and Nadab, his son, reigned in his steed. Now, Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, reigned in Judah. Rehoboam was 41 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord had chosen out of all the cities of Israel to put his name there. His mother's name was Naamah, the Ammonitess, and Judah did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and they provoked him to jealousy with their sins which they committed more than all that their fathers had done. For they also built for themselves high places and pillars and asherim on every high hill and under every green tree. And there were also male cult prostitutes in the land. They did according to all the abominations of the nations, which the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. In the fifth year of King Rehoboam, 
Shishak, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem. He took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He took away everything. He also took away all the shields of gold which Solomon had made. And King Rehoboam made in their steed shields of bronze and committed them to the hands of the officers of the guard who kept the door of the king's house. And as often as the king went into the house of the Lord, the guard bore them and brought them back to the guard room. Now the rest of the acts of Rehoboam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between, between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. His mother's name was Naamah, the Ammonitess. And Abajam, his son, reigned in his steed. Now in the 18th year of King Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, Abijam began to reign over Judah. He reigned for three years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Maka, the daughter of Abishalom. And he walked in all the sins which his father did before him. And his heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God as the heart of David his father. Nevertheless, for David's sake, the Lord his God gave him a lamp in Jerusalem, setting up his son after him and establishing Jerusalem. Because David did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and did not turn aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. <laughs> now there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all the days of his life. The rest of the acts of Abijam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Abijam and Jeroboam. And Abijam slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa, his son, reigned in his steed. In the twentieth year, Jeroboam, king of Israel, Asa began to reign over Judah, and he reigned 41 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Maka, the daughter of Abishalom. And Asa did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, as David his father had done. He put away the male cult prostitutes out of the land and removed all the idols that his father had made. He also removed Maaka, his mother, from being queen mother because she had an abominable image made for Asherah. And Asa cut down her image and burned it at the brook at Kidron. But the high places were not taken away. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was wholly true to the Lord all his days. And he brought into the house of the Lord the votive gifts of his father and the and his votive gifts, silver and gold and vessels. And there was war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, and their days. Baasha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and built Ramah, and he might permit no one to go out or come into Asa, king of Judah. 
And then Asa took all the silver of the gold that were left in the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. And he gave them to the hands of the servants. And Asa sent them to Ben-Hadad, the king of Tabramon, the son of Hezion, king of Syria, who dwelt in Damascus, saying, Let there be a league between me and you, and between my father and your father. Behold, I am sending you a present of silver and gold. Go break your league with Basha, the king of Israel, that he may withdraw from me. And Ben-Hadad hearkened to King Asa and sent the commanders of his armies against the cities of Israel and conquered Ejon, Dan, Abalbeth, Makkah, and all Shinneroth, with all the land of Naphtali. And when Baasha heard of it, he stopped building Ramah, and he dwelt in Terza. Then King Asa made a proclamation to all Judah. None was exempt. And they carried away the stones of Ramah and its timber, with which Basha had been building. And with him, with them King Asa built Jeba of Benjamin and Mizpah. Now the rest of all the acts of Asa, all his might and all that he did and all the, and the cities which he built. Are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Judah? But in his old age he was diseased to his, in his feet, and Asa slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David his father. And Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his steed. Nadab, the son of Jeroboam, began to reign over Israel in the second year of Asa the king of Judah. He reigned over Israel two years. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and he walked in the way of his father. And in his sin, which he made Israel to sin, Baasha, the son of Ahijah, of the house of Ishtakar, conspired against him, and Baasha struck him down at Gibbethon, which he belonged to, the Philistines, for Nadab and all Israel were laying siege to Gibbethon. So Baasha killed him in the third year of Asa the king of Judah and reigned in his steed. And as soon as he was king, he killed all the house of Jeroboam. He left to the house of Jeroboam not one that breathed until he had destroyed it, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke to his servant Ahijah the Shilonite. It was for the sins of Jeroboam, which he sinned, and which he made Israel to sin, and because of the anger to which he provoked the Lord, the God of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Nadab, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of Chronicles, in the book, in the kings of Israel? And there was war between Asa and Baasha, the king of Israel, in all their days. In the third year, Asa, the king of Judah, Baasha, the son of Ahijah, began to reign over all Israel and Terzah, and he reigned twenty-four years he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of Jeroboam and in his sin, which he made Israel to sin.
Well, brothers and sisters, that concludes chapter 15 of the first book of Kings. Um, in the next reading, this gets turned up a notch because we're going to meet not only Elijah, the man of God, but we will learn of the union of Jezebel and Ahab. And things only get turned up. And we'll conclude the book of Kings in the next reading, the first book. In the second book, we really witness some very cathartic writing. And it will be something else. In the meantime, I don't know if you can hear it, but it is pouring out. And uh, I hope wherever you are, you're warm and cozy and hunkered in safely. Uh, and wherever you find yourself today and whatever you find yourself doing, know that Jesus is with you. And Jesus Christ loves you. And so do I. So, just for one more minute, please bow your head with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. God speed. <laughs>